Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm the hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny. I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> uh -huh. It wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. Okay. So we can go wherever you like today. I am very curious to know about uh, the migraines and the angry part from last time, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, um, well... That was um, interesting because I, well, the day after we last met, um, I, I was, the, that was Thursday. Yeah. So it was the Thursday. I was so, I was angry all day. I was like extremely, that part was really, really, really coming forward. And, um, but I had some good, like I felt it. I mean, it was a good release, but I, what, what was a little bit disturbing was, um, I was getting in touch with some reasons why I was angry about stuff from childhood mm -hmm. and, um, it compelled me to call my girlfriend from back from sixth grade. We're, we're, we've been, we've been in touch over the years off and on and, um, you know, to ask her about her experience at this Christian school we went to that was just absolutely um, over the top mm -hmm. rules and stuff and uh, the religion. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was really good to connect with her and have a conversation about it because, you know, and hear her experience, which wasn't also wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that conversation, I had that with her on Thursday Um early in the day and then for like from then on for a few days I was just super angry but but I wasn't waking up with the migraines 
Um, but it was, it was, I think I told you in the text that a lot of anxiety was coming up. Right. You know, kind of cycling between anxiety and anger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last few days I have been waking up with migraines again. And today okay. I was, today I was, feel, today I was feeling angry actually. And I, I could, I was, you know, I felt frustrated because there's some things I'm, I have, I'm feeling pressured to do that aren't necessarily bad, even bad things. They're things I even want to do, but I'm feeling pressured about taking action mm-hmm. and sort of like kind of scared and hesitant. So I have anxiety at the same time. So I don't know if this is making sense, the cycling between anger and anxiety. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Um, I think you know, we did discuss both of those things last time we talked, and I'm curious if they're, if it feels like it's those same parts or if it's from a different yeah. place or, yeah. Yeah, it feels like the same parts. And I saw my, mm-hmm. I did see my therapist also, um, I think Friday I saw him and um, I, I was still angry. I was still super angry when I saw him Friday night. And was, yeah, it was bringing up this stuff from childhood, the school, the, the, there's just the whole sensation of feeling of, of being put in that school without any choice and, and the upset around that. And it seems like, it feels like that change in my life was when, it was when my parents became, had these religious conversions and then put me in that school so that kind of all came about all at once, me leaving the, the cool public school that I loved mm-hmm. and being put in that awful school. And then it just seems like for, it just seems like things kind of from that point on went downhill and the anxiety I felt and I started acting. I even my friend reminded me that I was I was acting out, you know, doing kind of shenanigans in school. And I was never like that before fourth before sixth grade that's happened yeah. in sixth grade yeah so that's okay. the kinds of things yeah it's all around that it's still even in, on my it's even now today you know it's still these all these days still coming to mind like every day I think about this stuff and it's mm-hmm. I don't know it's become kind of it's like almost a bit obsessive it's not like I'm trying mm-hmm. to think about it yeah so is the dominant feeling when you think about that, is the dominant feeling anger? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's sort of like an energy to that. And then when I'm not feeling the ang- ang- anger, maybe it's being hidden by anxiety or something, but the anxiety is is more like fear and trepidation about present day situations. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel, obviously I don't feel anxiety around something that happened when I was a kid, but clearly they're related. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know that it would be obvious that you wouldn't still, that there isn't a part that's still very anxious, you know, that it, from things that happened in childhood that would yeah you're, you're right yeah you're right because anxious about being made to do things you know or anxious about getting in trouble that kind of anxiety is still there 
Ang- anxious about about doing the wrong thing. Yes, that's that's true. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> when yeah, you were working like, with the when you were working with the anger after we spoke, and you did say that you had some days without the migraines. I did. Um, was there something that? you feel like was most useful or most productive in that work you were doing? I don't have no idea. I just don't okay. even know, except mm-hmm. that I got really in touch with it and I felt pretty good after we talked that night. And then, you know, um, I did feel pretty good. And then I was just feeling like I felt really good on Thursday, getting a lot of, I shared with a few people about my experiences, you know, in, in childhood. Mm-hmm. and um, that I was dealing with that anger and I really and I did some, some meditation around it too, and I felt like I, I was just feeling like you know kind of you know getting aggression out mm-hmm. somatically it felt really good and so yeah that's all I know is that is that for I just started like the last two or three mornings I have had a migraine, but I don't, I'm, you know, they're so, they're just so common to me that it's really tricky to kind of pinpoint. Yeah. What's different or what, what, what was different about before. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, that's wise. I mean, I don't want to put, you know, make any connections that are just coincidental or anything. I was just wondering if, I was really wondering what your work with that part looked like. Um, I know you talked about kind of like expressing the anger and yeah, I was kind of wondering, you also talked just now about like meditating. Um, I was wondering how much of that work felt Mm -hmm. like it was, kind of like the work we do of like parts work, you know, you talking to the part. Yeah. I think that what, well, that's all it, it had to be all, that's mm-hmm. the only thing that was different. Mm-hmm. It had to be that talking to that part. And today I was doing it again, again, when I, cause I was feeling really, Oh, that upper body, I get this upper body pain and sensations. If even when I don't have a migraine, when I'm angry, I get it my neck, shoulders, head, face. And I was just, I was observing that part and, and even seeing like, wow, yeah, this part really has helped protected me a lot. Yeah. You know, I can definitely see that just protected me and made me even like very, um, you know, get angry for the right things even. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of holding back, you know how some people won't get angry about when they're... Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I have been able to, to, get, to, to, to get in touch with that when necessary in my life. And I mm-hmm. also, also can see where it's caused some problems where I'm not sure. in touch with it. Yeah. So, so am I not getting in touch with just, just old kind of anger? And then 
let it, well, no, I know, but it does build up. It does, it does build up like uh, getting angry about random things until I, until it comes to a head. And then um, all of a sudden, you know, I'll, I'll just, you know, explode or just be like, oh, and I'll see it all of a sudden. Now I'm more in touch with it, of course, but yeah, n- never mind that question. I just, I just see um, where I, 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 even though I feel like I could, you, I was in touch with the anger pretty easily because I just would get really angry, you know, like where. Yeah. Like, well, and that I think that's kind of what I'm trying to get at or trying to ask about is when you say in touch with, you know, are you talking about, again, like expressing the anger and being angry or are you talking about. I'm ta- well, I'm having a conversation with this part that is angry and learning well, about it. Yeah, both. I mean, having the conversation with the part is definitely different than just being like, oh, I'm really angry right now. Right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a different. Yeah, I think. And I think maybe a huge difference, you know, yeah. one just in IFS terms, one being kind of like blended um, versus not one saying one being in self and appreciative and listening and, and the other, again, I'm not putting the other modalities or anything else down. Like for example, mindfulness, you know, to just be aware of it. Like that's, that's essential. That's great. Um, and maybe to express it also. I see what you're saying. So when I'm, when I'm feeling the anger, so my hat, my normal, my normal habit is just to be like, feeling it versus looking at it from the perspective of IFS as a part. Like I'm not used to doing that on a regular basis. So when you do it that way, like I did today earlier, I saw that, wow, this really protected me. So that's, that's gotta be the difference right there is, is the, is the, is the angle I'm coming at it from because Mm -hmm. just feeling it, I don't, I'm not, I'm not distinguishing. Oh, this is a part. I'm just, right. I'm just saying, oh, I feel angry. Right. I feel super angry, you know? And then I, 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 I don't, I think like that's actually me. Sure. Right. Which is, which is where we all are before IFS. So <laughs> I know, but it's very, yeah. And it's just very empowering, isn't it? To, um, to put it in the, put it in that role, that part, that part and see right. it like, okay. Well, it's, it's empowering, not just in the unblending, not just in saying, you know, I am not my anger, but, but it's, but it's a part, but also in the kind of deeper, I, I need to listen to this part and understand what it's trying to tell me, what it's trying to protect, you know, being curious about it. Um, so that again, it's, it's more than just kind of a grounding exercise of like, how do I, how do I kind of separate from this? But it's, um, hopefully, you know, we're getting into healing the parts through listening to them. Um, so when the anger comes up, you know, when, when any kind of triggered parts come up, you know, I think the goal in IFS is to respond mostly with curiosity 
of like, okay. what are you, what are you trying to tell me? What, do, what, what can I do for you? I notice you. What's up? Yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah. you know, we the did some of that. Thing. Yeah. Okay. And this part shared a lot and maybe there's a whole lot more that needs to share. There are, there's also the whole exile territory that you and I haven't gone into much. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, that, that also is kind of like until we, until we get there, until the exiles feel unburdened and healed, then the protective parts are typically, typically going to just kind of keep doing what they do to, yeah, to right. protect us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They don't want to let up. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. And I was doing, I was re pretty, I think every day since we met, I did an unblending uh -huh. um, um, meditation. Um, mm -hmm. But what happens sometimes when I do that, it's not, it doesn't have the same intensity as if I'm just focusing on one part. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You, I don't, I, what's the unblending meditation like? It's the one that um, Dick Schwartz has on his mm -hmm. book. Yeah. So the general, general <laughs> unblending, as opposed to, as opposed to kind of targeting a part. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I, I did, and I did do the um, getting to know your part one again too. Mm -hmm. That one might actually be better for me to do at this point because it, it is targeting one part. Otherwise I get a little bit like, what now? What, wait, which part is this? Which mm -hmm. part of this, what, which part am I dealing with? Of, you know, I don't, right. Right. Um, and it's like lately pretty much the, it's just the angry part and the anxious part. Mm -hmm. anxious upset which is probably a combination of parts yeah okay well we can keep <gasps> keep going back to those parts and learning about them that's that's all i know to do yeah and i would probably suggest starting mm -hmm. with angry part again Okay. Um, but it, it will likely reveal other parts and we can kind of make the decision about how and when to go to them as it comes up. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, the angry part's pretty much lately always there because it comes, it, it, it's comes, it shows up as frustration. Mm -hmm. You know, frustrated, like... For today, for example, it's been frust it's frustrated with trying to make some decisions. I'm making about travel that I and then I get anxious around doing this travel. And um so I was trying to distinguish between well, I feel frustrated, but is this is this anger? Is this Um, 
yeah, I guess it's anger. It's like, I feel angry that I'm, I'm struggling to make decisions and take actions, you know, and just that stuck feeling. Yeah. Okay. Moving forward. Yeah. And, and that, that has the same body sensations you were describing earlier, upper, upper body kind of tension does and I have this pulled groin muscle and I which is just something that just I don't doesn't happen to me you know it's just Mm -hmm. like what I I don't know if this if parts I don't know if you know if they can do you know random pains like this that for yes I am running but nothing changed Mm -hmm. and um so it's that's another thing that I start you know, trying to figure out, (laughs) oh, what's this? I have a strained muscle. It's sore. And is that have to do with like tension in my body from anger? You know, are these things related? Because that's what I could be. Um, a strained muscle, like, is that but yes, to answer your question earlier today, especially now, it's like a little bit lower now. I'm not as in touch with the with the upper body. All the, uh-huh. you know, in my face, it's kind of there. Heat and some vibe, some some vibrating, some some tension. And how do you feel towards it as you notice it there? Um, I would like for it to just calm down yeah, and relax. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then I'm um, finding myself also lately and today these taking these deep breaths and sighing like, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, frust- like a frustrated sigh, you know, doing it randomly at all different times for no apparent mm-hmm. reason for no apparent reason even it's funny oh my yeah. god when you um when you said that you want this kind of anger to relax does that does that feel like it comes from a place of compassion like for this part or does it feel like or does it feel like you make it go away because i'm sick no, of it's, it it's 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 more like um it's more it's more like make it go away like just like I have to like I have to wait this out kind of thing right that makes sense Mm -hmm. especially if it's interfering so the part that wants it to go away See if you can ask that part for some space so that you can just get to know this angry part. Yes, it's it's willing. Great. And now how are you feeling towards the angry part? 
feeling just really um like it um it's it's I'm you know feeling kind of sad because so it takes so much energy the intensity is really over the top you know and and tiring exhausting Mm -hmm. and is that again is that sadness for the part is that sadness of compassion or is that yeah tired of tired of the part (laughs) yeah like no i like compassion like i feel bad i do feel bad for the part that it's just um so agitated and tense yeah so see if you can show it that show it that compassion for it and then ask it what it wants you to know Yeah, it's tired. It's mm-hmm. telling me that it's very tired and it's um feeling I'm seeing it very it's very tense and um very on guard and kind of scared even. Yeah. You know, like it's afraid to make a move. Yeah. Just let it know that you see all that. You see that tough situation that it's in. Or how it's experiencing its experience. And just ask more about that. Yeah, it feels kind of frozen. Yeah. Um, I'm feel like I know it's now it seems like it's just like afraid to it's like show, in this stuck position, frozen position afraid to make a move either right or left. Yeah. It's just like frozen there in the center. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you can just ask what that's about. Where it's, that comes from? Yeah, or? it's scared to make a move. It's scared mm-hmm. to make the wrong, the wrong move. Yeah. And what's it afraid will happen if it made the wrong move? Some kind of disaster. Yeah. Maybe you can just ask more about that. You don't have to share the details with me of what my, it myself shows wants, you. Yeah, myself wants to tell it that there's no right or wrong move. Well, that could be, <laughs> but it it feels like there is, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't want to. We don't want to okay. just tell it it's wrong. Right. Um, okay. Okay. Let Let it show you what that disaster is.
it's not answering. It's just standing mm-hmm. there. Okay. It's, it doesn't really know what might happen. Okay. And it can. Yeah, it, it's saying it, it doesn't know. Some okay. kind of disaster. Yeah, and it could show you in all kinds of ways. So just let it know that you're open to that if it wants to show you. A okay. memory if it wants to paint you a picture if it wants to if it wants to just do nothing that's okay too well just it's, it, it's, it's you're a, curious yeah it's yeah it's afraid it, it's definitely afraid it there it, it could get in trouble for for again getting in trouble it says getting yeah yeah does that make sense to you mm-hmm. yeah okay let it know that makes sense to you And maybe ask, you know, yeah, where, where in time that comes from. Well, yeah, I get it. It's, well, yeah, because that's how I felt as a kid. I just felt like whatever, like whatever move I would make, it could potentially get me in trouble. I didn't know if I was going to yeah. be in trouble or not because I didn't know what was, what was acceptable and not because it changed. Right. There's a lot of unpredictability. Yeah. And is it pointing again to that like sixth sixth grade or is there another age? Yeah, it's like fourth fourth grade is mm-hmm. when my when I had when um my my parents separated and there was a lot of chaos. Um and then and then within a year my parents were getting back together and then the whole religious experience thing was coming to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. So just thank you for showing you that. Okay. Let it know that you you see that you understand where that comes from. And again, some of that appreciation. Try showing it some appreciation for trying yeah, to protect and it's, you from that. It, yeah. It's so so a lot of like the rules changed at home and didn't know what was anymore, what was okay and not okay, because all this religious indoctrination came in and it was very unsettling. So yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm just acknowledging and letting it know that I understand. Yeah. And and we don't have to go there, but just, just try asking the part how it would feel hypothetically if you were to try going to that part that might feel stuck in fourth grade or that younger part and working with it. Does it trust you to do that? Okay. Yeah, it's saying, it's a little bit hesitant, but it's mm-hmm. saying it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does it want to say more about its hesitation there? It's concern? Um, oh, yeah, it's something about just like it's just been this ongoing theme forever you know 
it, it, it's sort of like tired of dealing with that. Yeah. It's, it, it's sort of like been this ongoing, like, oh yeah, that sucked. And I, yeah. Right. Yeah. And you might just let it know that you see that and that you have the same, the same concern that this is, this is a yeah. an ongoing thing and your goal yes, is, to, is to help it's, it out so that it's okay. not such an ongoing thing. Yeah. And just it's like, it's not like, this, okay. It's not, it's telling me, it's not like it's a new discovery. It's sort of like, oh, this is really old. Right. And it's really tedious and annoying. Yeah. But IFS is kind of a new discovery for you, right? Yes. It is. Okay, let me so, tell yeah. it. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, yeah, it understands. Mm-hmm. Great. And how would you feel about trying that in this conversation, going to that younger part? Yeah. Yeah, we could do okay. that. Check around for any other protectors that um, don't want you to go there. Or that have any concerns about that. Well, my... This high-performing part is, is, is just saying something like... Kind of annoyed, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's like, I that's sort of like... I can't explain where, where it, where it kind of started having to feel like it had to take charge. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of rolling its eyes like, Oh God. Uh, Right. Felt like uh, it feels like it took on some responsibility and it felt, it felt responsible when it was just in, you know, fourth grade Mm -hmm. or or in, Actually, like, before fourth grade, it was, I don't know how, how, nine? I guess I was nine. Yeah. Eight or nine? That's, that's third and fourth grade. Yeah, so like eight, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the high-performing part is concerned about you going to the younger part? Or rolling its eyes about no, that? No, no, it's just, it's just, it's just, I just saw it there. Mm-hmm. It, it could, I mean, it sounds to me like you're describing another protector of this part, which is exactly who would be coming up when we say, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm thinking of going to this younger part. And the, <laughs> and the protectors would show up and say, wait a minute, that's, that's my business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All yeah. right. So that would make sense then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since those are the two main parts that I've really well done with you and gotten to know. I mean, I think all of my parts are some version of those two parts in a way. Mm. 
Well, that does kind of, it would make sense also just in the IFS paradigm that this, these two protectors would be the manager and the firefighter, the, the manager being the high performer who tries to stay on top of things and mm-hmm. the firefighter being the anger that, that kind of deals, deals in fires. Um, and both right. of them, it's- yeah, both of them having this push and pull between each other, this different approaches of dealing with this, really this burden that's ultimately carried by an exile. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. The fire. So yeah, the anger, because that's my, that's like my, almost like my coping thing. Right. The high performer is proactive and the anger is reactive. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. Can, that's 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 clear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're ready, if, yeah. if parts have given you permission, then just see if you can see if you can tune into that part, that that fourth grader that <sighs> third grade. It was it was really third, third grade. grade. Yeah, it was third grade when well the third grade when it started because that's yeah when my when my dad left. Like my parents separated. My dad left us. Yeah. And, uh, and see if you can tune into it, where that kind of emanates in or around your body. What do you feel when you notice that? Yeah, that's like a. You know, it's like a more of an all over body sensation, like a panicky feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this, I don't know if you want, like, I have this image of what happened the night he left. And I have that, like, that's a constant, like recurring memory. Mm-hmm. So it that's feels- always where I go to when this, when this comes up. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because there's like, if if I kind of see it on a timeline, you know, it started that night and then all of these things unfolded after that. Yeah. So there's kind of a part that still feels kind of stuck that in in that time and that night. Yeah. Yeah. It must be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just. See if you can just keep tuning into that, deepening your access to that part. Let it know that you want to get to know it. Okay. It's just upset, you know, it's really upset. Mm -hmm. And... upset and sad yeah um, that my dad is leaving yeah and then the panicky part it's seeing my mom upset because my mom didn't know anything about it until that Mm. night yeah yeah so you know it's on my mom's suffering 
Yeah. And how are you feeling towards the part as you see it in this way? Um, well, very, you know, a lot of compassion. Okay. It can, was you show just... it, can you show it that compassion? Okay. Is it, is it seeing you? Is it receiving that? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, does this, yeah. does this part feel close or is there a proximity that you notice about it? Well, maybe like in like a few feet, like maybe mm -hmm. three or three feet or so, four mm -hmm. feet. Yeah. 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 You might just. Try to get a little closer or kind of position yourself in a way that the part can notice you. Kind of introduce yourself. And just let it know that you're there to learn more about it, that you really want to understand it. Okay. Just ask it to show you more about that, maybe that night or that time. Yeah, so I'm seeing a few things, like just after visiting my dad on weekends during that time, mm -hmm. coming home and feeling, always feeling really lonely after visiting. Mm -hmm. um, and then and then the part when he left that night, just really crying, crying, upset. Yeah. Um. And feeling even physically sick, like, this is weird that I always, this always comes up. I, I remember my mom got physically ill, was throwing up. And I, I think mm. I might've been throwing up too. I'm not sure. Yeah. Or if that was just my mom. Yeah. So, so just let the part know that, that you're okay seeing that and that you really want to understand. You really want to get how it was for this part. And just let it know it can share whatever it wants with you. Again, you don't have to disclose any of that to me. Uh -huh. It's just important that this part feels like it can. Yeah, it's just saying like really, you know, devastated that that my dad was was not there anymore and that he was, you know, gone. And I understood what divorce was. And I, it's like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing it say, yeah, I know you're going to get divorced. Like my aunt. Um, yeah. And how are you being with the part now? Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm like closer now, like being, you know, being closer, calming it, trying to comfort Mm -hmm. comfort her mm -hmm. saying it's going to be okay. Yeah. Which I don't think happened except maybe our, we went next door to our neighbors. I remember because they were close with us. Yeah. Just stay with the witnessing. Okay. Just let it know that you really want to understand its experience you okay. really want to get it. 
a lot of confusion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of confusion, upset. I'm going between that year after kind of some little just kind of getting by surviving these this whole thing and you know just my mom um of course having a really hard time yeah and then the confu yeah the confusion of going with my dad on weekends Mm-hmm. Try asking with, the part, sorry, just try asking the part if it feels like you get it. Okay. Yeah. And does it, does it trust you? Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Great. So now see if you can go back, go back to that time with that part and mm -hmm. be, be there for it in the way that it needed someone, that she needed someone. Okay. Go back in those scenes. When she was sad, lonely, confused. And just be there for her in the way that she needed someone. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. Mm hmm. Ask her if there's anyone she would like for you, you know to why? Because it's sort of like because kind of like, mm -hmm. I have a daughter, so it's sort of like, yeah. Um, you know, it kind of reminds me of, yeah, comforting my daughter. Right. It's just like that. Yeah. Ask her if there's anybody she wants you to talk to. For her? Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, then just, just do that. Just okay. show her. Do that for her or with her. Like ask her that or talk to that person? Um, yeah, talk to that person. Okay. And, and let her witness that. Okay. Okay. Just take your time. Okay. Yeah. And how does she like that? Yeah, she likes that. Okay, good. Is there more? Is there anyone else? 
Um, let's what see. What else would she like to see you do back then? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Check with her that there's if there's anything else, any anyone else she wants you to talk to. Anything else she'd like you to do back there before you invite her out of that time. Yeah, she's like wants, you know, wants to ride her bike together and do stuff with my two younger brothers. Yeah. Yeah. There's concern about them. Mm hmm That makes sense. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're on their own journey. Right. but you can help her out with anything. Okay. Yeah, that's the good. I <laughs> It's like, it's funny because now doing that, she kind of like, showing me she wants me to jump ahead to like once the religion came into the picture and like explain mm -hmm. to my and talk to my parents like okay. it's you know um yeah does that feel all right with you, you it does do feel, yeah it feels all right it just feels like a big jump now to a different whole different a whole different um scene you know what i mean mm-hmm is that okay? I think so. It's like, <laughs> this is funny, but she wants me to like literally, uh, this is funny, but... <sighs> She knows what she needs to heal. Yeah, like like my parents, she's like, yeah, it's like my parents need to be educated. Yeah. Um, you know, like they're they're totally on, on the wrong track and she wants right. me to put them on track. Yes. Yeah, show her you doing that. Okay. That's what she needed.
yeah, so she's like I'm feeling some relief. Great. That yeah, that there's gonna they're gonna have a better perspective on things. Mm-hmm. And that she has you now to have those conversations, to stand up for her, to advocate for her. Right. And let her know that you're going to keep doing that for her. Okay. From now on. Is there anywhere else she wants you to go back there? Anyone else she wants you to talk to? Most I don't like. It's just I just see my the my parents. Sure. Yeah. Ask her if she's ready to come out of that time and come. Well, I could actually the teachers, the teachers at that talk school. Talk to the teachers. Yeah, talk to the teachers. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a little trickier because they just didn't weren't educated in properly to give up. Sure. Yeah, so just whatever she, whatever, she, all right, all right, whatever she needs and whatever feels like, yeah, whatever it feels like she would have needed. Okay. You know, maybe that's taking her out of the school. Maybe that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sending, sending a note to the principal. I don't, I don't know. Okay. How's she like all that? Yeah. Yeah, she likes that for sure. Great. Great. See if there's anything else or if she's ready to come join you in the present and come out of that time. Yeah, she's ready. Great. Yeah, so just bring her to the present day. You can take her to a fantasy place or wherever you want, wherever she wants. Let her know that she doesn't ever have to go back. You're going to be taking care of her. Okay. Yeah, she wants to go ride horses. That's wonderful. We mm-hmm. can get her a whole horse barn, farm, whatever she likes. 
There's one other kind of unburdening process. Mm -hmm. Ask her where she carries those feelings of upset, loneliness, confusion in her body or around her body. Okay. And how she would like to give them up to okay. light, wind, earth, fire, water. Yeah, okay. Um, her, her, I'm getting like her face and chest. Mm-hmm. And how would she like to give all that up? Just throw it into the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell her to do that until it's all out. Yeah, I can see her throwing everything to the air up into the wind mm -hmm. flying away yeah how's she feeling now good yeah relieved yeah just some my question is, so do you just have to do this once or do you have to do this many times? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> so she's real and she's in you. Yeah. And the more you go back to her, the more you will learn about her because she is a full personality. It's it's very possible that she has lots of other memories, good and bad, that she might want to share with you over time. And it's possible that she has other burdens, other pains that she might carry about unrelated things. She might have other parts that she struggles with. I mean, it. so there's no right answer to, yeah. um, to that exactly. But, you know, with, with kind of specific issues that she's dealt with, if you're able to really witness those, to have that kind of redo, to really invite her to be with you and to, and to establish this connection and this communication to where if anything comes up with her, these other protective parts don't need to deal with it. She can come straight to you. She has a direct line to you. 
and you can do these things for her quickly. You know, you can be there for her just over and over. And it doesn't have to be this long process. Right, right. I see. You know. Hmm. And and that's another thing that you might want to go ahead and establish with her is kind of how how she would like to stay in touch with you. If there is a, uh, a lot of people will kind of find a place on their body that they kind of touch into the somatic thing. Um, there, you know, you can come up with any kind of ritual or just way in which you are able to, to again, kind of pick up that phone line directly to her and, and let her know that you're still there. You haven't forgotten about her. You mean like a sensation that uh, that just comes up? Um, that that would that would be like a signal. Yeah, it could be that, but it could also just be I'm going to check in with this part for sixty seconds every day at eight o'clock. I mean, it could be anything. Okay, it's just it's just keeping that connection strong, especially for the next few weeks. Okay. So that she's not feeling separate from you. Well, how do you, I wonder how you can, like, I get that. So it's a practice, I get that, that it would be a practice. I'm just wondering when I'm in that sensation, the face, the up, the chest, um, I think... I think I might have to be in a little bit of a calmer state in order to, you know, when I'm triggered. Yes. And we are going to check in with those other protectors. Yeah. Um, But just again, this is a, this is a eight year old girl and you can just ask her directly what she would like from you going forward, how she would like to, communicate with you how she would like for you to check in with her. Okay. And just see what she has to say. Okay. Um, she's saying like when she's feeling disconnected or lonely Mm -hmm. or scared not so much how but for me like when I'm when I'm I'm getting the sensation in my face and chest upper chest, like, uh, you know, like that breathing, Mm -hmm. maybe it's a breath. A deep breath. I mean, I can, um, is that what you mean? Again, it's just any way that you can reconnect with her. Okay. 
Yeah. Um. It might change over time. It might. It might be a lot easier than than you think. Yeah, it um, might be. It might. Yeah. Right. Because it's really, you know, I think that a lot of people can do this work and they can meet a new part every week and they can hardly keep track of them all. And especially with these younger ones that are exiled, they are out of our line of sight day to day. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and so we have to consciously, intentionally remember them, um, at least for, again, kind of just for, for some weeks of like, so that we're not just forgetting, basically. Um, right. And, and these parts go back. They go back. They, they feel alone again. Right. Okay. So a check, I'm, I'm, I'm getting like, uh, just to check in, you know, yeah. like check in once a day for right. a few minutes. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just, hi, how are you? How are you feeling? You know, how's, how's the horse riding going? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can put it like I have, I have these like little brief tasks that I do. I put them, I have them in my calendar that just repeat. Right. So I, yeah. I would, I would just do that. That's, that's what I do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that. Oh, well, okay. So speaking of that kind of, um, that angry feeling that, that, that comes up in the face and chest. See yeah. if you can kind of turn back to that part and show okay. it now. Show it now the work that you've done with this little girl and show it that maybe it doesn't have to work so hard to to protect from those feelings because now you're there to work with her. Okay. You'll be there for her. And you might just see if it has, if it wants to revise its role in any way or if it wants to give something up to the air or somehow same with the high performing part you can just invite them in to kind of show them that they might not have to work so hard okay angry part is feeling like um it doesn't have to be so overwhelming um because it's just seeing like it could be calmer i don't know yeah. it's just seeing that yeah yeah. And now you and now like that you're able to, to see how up. they don't have to right. be so on guard. They don't have to right. be so in the forefront. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And um, you've been able to see how all these parts interact. And so maybe, right. you know, maybe you'll be less blindsided by it or like, it, you know, when the anger comes up, if and when it comes up to that degree, it's easier to see like, oh, I remember what this is about. I can talk to that part and say, hey, 
you know, I'm in touch with this exile. I'm in touch with this young part that, that you're trying to, that you're, that you've been working so hard to protect. And so, yeah, again, it's just kind of building that, those connections with you at the center, with you, the self as the leader. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I know that, yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing that it can, that exiled part can come up in me as confusion mm-hmm. and overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then you just go right to her just, just as you are now, just as you have been, you just go right to her as the eight year old and see what she needs. Okay, which is what? Usually just just to know you're there? Usually, yeah, usually that's all they need. They've been exiled, they've been they weren't witnessed, they weren't they weren't they didn't have what they needed at the time. They got locked up by these protective parts. And they haven't been able to tell their story. They haven't been able to to feel like anyone ever came back for them. Right. Okay. And so that's where that's where these emotions get pushed down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to survive. Yeah. And where you start problem solving. Yeah. To to to, to get through everything. Yeah. No wonder I'm such a good problem solver. Sure, sure. And you need all those parts. So we're not firing anybody, but Yeah. You know But they go they get no, but they 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 go overboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get like out of they start running out of control, like loose. Mm-hmm. You know, with no yeah. reins in at all. Right. Yeah, and they needed to at one point. They needed to have that strength to mm-hmm. to take over when when self wasn't there when you were when you were a child. Right, right. You know? Oh wow, that's that's great. I mean, I hope like I just hope I can I can, I think I can access this again. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And you can, of course, I'd love to keep working with you. So if there are any problems that come up, you know. Let me yeah. know. Um, I have an appointment with you in a couple of weeks. Wonderful. I, yeah, I, I forgot. Yeah, I don't know the exact date, but um, yeah. have have you been able to unburden your parts? Yes. Do you have to keep unburdening them a lot? No. Wow, that's amazing. It's there's the unburdening process and then there's kind of the building the relationship process. So the unburdening for me, at least the unburdening has largely been kind of a, a one time thing, you know, one or two times, just really hearing them out, witnessing them, being there for them. But then have you had to unburden different ages? Oh, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then it's like having a new person in your house and, and, you know, it's kind of feels like a blank slate in some ways. 
and there's kind of building that relationship and suddenly they do have this connectivity, this communication with you and you're hearing things and learning things uh, that you hadn't heard in 40 years or whatever. Right. And, and um, you know, that's, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. Um, but that's also kind of part of the process of just rebuilding that relationship and showing them over and over that you do care about them, that you do value them. And, you know, sometimes that means taking some extra time out of your day to, I don't know, go ride a horse, whatever. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll definitely do that. I'll definitely do the, a check-in. Yeah. Each day. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty what cool. It's James. Does it feel feel complete for now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does. It feels like um like what happened? <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty wild. It really feels like a magical process, but right? Like like well, wait a minute. It can't be that easy. Something's just, you know, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh, okay. Um Keep me it, posted. I will. <laughs> I will. I will. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Okay. You too. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne for your care and diligence in editing the calls, to every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts, and to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, We must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments. And the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.